welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Let's turn in our Bibles today to Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 6. Jesus is also our covenant maker. Hebrews 8, 6 through 13. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry inasmuch as he also is a mediator of a better covenant which was established on better promises. Now, the old covenant that was the Abrahamic covenant, if you had to live by the law, and if you didn't live by the law, the curses would come upon you. And then you, if you didn't do the, and then make all these sacrifices and the high priest had to go in. And we talked about yesterday that Jesus is our high priest. So he made the perfect atonement for our sin and our healing and every other thing we'll need. Verse 7 says, but for if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Because finding fault with them, he says, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant. But I disregarded them, says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind, write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. None of them shall teach his neighbor, and none his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. For I will be their, be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins, and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. He's saying that your sin and unrighteousness are done away with, and he will remember them no more. Is that right? Verse 13, and In that, he says, a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete. Now, what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. This man is our covenant maker. He made a covenant with God when he entered into the Holy of Holies and sprinkled that blood, as we talked about yesterday, upon the mercy seat. And he made a new covenant with the Father. Now, covenant, if you make a covenant with someone, what happens is, You give everything to them that belongs to you, and they give everything that belongs to them to you. You trade, and you say, everything I have is yours, everything you have is mine. Well, Jesus, when he entered in, he made a new and better covenant that was established on new and better promises, and he's saying, I washed away those sins. They don't have to live under the law anymore. I've redeemed them from the curse of the law, for it is written, Curses everyone that hangs upon a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So what he's saying is, I did away with the old covenant and I established the new. And the new one is, they're no longer friends of God, but they're sons of God. They're children of God. Able to enter into the Holy of Holies yourself without wrath or doubt. Able to come before the Father God, your maker, 
and ask him for anything that you need and have fellowship with him and talk to him as though you'd never sinned before ever before without any wrath or doubt or without any question about what will happen if you come into his presence and after you get to know the Father God, you'll want to be in his presence all the time. you want to come before him constantly. So then that covenant, when you entered into the covenant with Jesus Christ and accepted him as your Savior, then what happens is, then everything that he has becomes yours and everything you have becomes his. And you become one with him. He is our covenant maker, amen? And he made the covenant with the Father that can't be broken. Now the old one was obsolete, but this new covenant will never be done away with. It's the last one that will be done. There will be no more covenants made because he made the perfect sacrifice. It's the perfect covenant. Nothing else will need to be done because he did it perfectly. Amen. Let's go go to John chapter 1 and verse 1. And it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. Amen. Jesus Christ is the Word. Let's go to Revelation chapter 19 and verse 11 through 16. And this is talking about John. Uh, he was captured up into heaven, the Apostle John, and he was caught up into heaven and seen a revelation of Jesus Christ, and he saw a vision of Jesus. Now, verse 11 says, Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and righteousness, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Jesus is the Word of God. If you want to explain the Word of God, Word of God to somebody, you're explaining Jesus. And if you want to explain Jesus, you'll know that the Word of God is Jesus, because his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. Now the sharp sword is the word of God. It says in uh, Ephesians chapter 6 that the sword of the Spirit is the word of God. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress and the fierceness of and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This Lord Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the King. Now we're kings and priests unto God, but he is the King of Kings. He's the great I Am. He is the Lord of Lords. He's the greatest man that ever lived or ever will. This man is the man that's seated at the right hand of God. This man is our resurrection and our life. This man is our peace. This man is our cornerstone. This man is our gift giver. This man is agape pure love. This man is our miracle worker. This man is the savior of the world. This man is our good shepherd. 
This man is our high priest. This man is our covenant maker. This man is the word of God. This man is the king of kings. This man is the Lord of lords. This man is Jesus Christ. He's the one that is is in heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us continually each and every day. He is the one that when the Father looks at him, he sees the blood and he says, I am totally satisfied with everything you've done, son. I call you my son in whom I'm well pleased. Then we come before him because of what he's done and who he is. And we are completely cleansed from every sin. We're completely whole. We come before him completely well because he sees us as Jesus himself. Amen. He sees Jesus in us. He looks at him. He doesn't look at what you've done in the past. He doesn't look at anything that anyone's done in the past. He only looks at who he is and what he's done, who he is for you, and he looks at you as his perfect son that has never done any wrong because he washed away all your sins. Amen? He is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. He is our resurrection and our life. He is the one that cannot be compared with now or forevermore. And when we see him, we will see him as he really is when we get into heaven. We will see perfect love as as perfect love should be seen, who he really is. But if we'll get into the word of God today, we'll see him as our love. We'll see him as our miracle worker. We'll see him as our savior. We'll see him as our covenant maker. We'll see him as our king. We'll see him as our Lord. And there's a difference in and and him being your Savior and being your Lord. But he wants to be the Lord of your life. And the Lord, what he does, and he wants to be your good shepherd. And he wants to lead you into each and every promise of God so that you could obtain that and be everything that we've talked about. He's much more than what I've explained here this week because I couldn't explain it all. But I want you to see the multifaceted areas that Jesus and who he really is. He's perfect. And every need that you have is met through him. There is not one need that cannot be met through him and that hasn't already been met by him. You just have to come before him in faith, believing that everything he's done, he has done for you, and believing that who he is, he really is. Now we can look at all these fictional characters and everything and look at every person on this planet. Everybody. But they will none of them ever compare. And you can say, who on this planet could be your covenant maker? Who could be the word of God? Who could be the king of kings and lord of lords? Who could be the perfect love? Who could be your miracle worker? No one. Who can, Who else could be your resurrection in your life? Who else can be your peace? No one except for him. Who else could be your cornerstone? The firm foundation on which you stand. 
because everything else is nothing but sinking sand. But when you stand upon him and stand upon the word of God, he is your perfectness. He makes you complete in every area. He is the one that makes you complete. No one else can. And a lot of times we look at other things and other people and we look at all these different areas in life and try to become complete and to satisfy us. But there's nothing and no one else that can except for the Lord Jesus Christ make you complete, make you whole, make you who you need to be. And the beginning of that is this is to come before him and ask him to become your Lord and Savior. And the way to do that is to say, Lord Jesus, I come before you today, and I come before you, Father God, in Jesus' name, and I ask you to come into my heart. I confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he is risen from the dead, and he is seated at your right hand. And I confess him as my Lord and my Savior. And Father God, I say it with my mouth. I believe it in my heart and I am completely born again. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.